This is the Alvin Galloway Show. On this segment of the show, we have a special tribute to the one and only Prince. April 21st marked the fourth year anniversary of the passing of Prince Rogers Nelson, more commonly known as just Prince. A great American singer, songwriter, musician, record producer, dancer, actor, and filmmaker. Yeah, Prince was all that and a bag of chips. You know, uh, he can play any instrument, you know, guitar, piano, you name it. He had the ability to do it all. He was uh, instrumentalist. A guitar virtuoso, a multi-instrumentalist known for his eclectic, eclectic, known for his eclectic genre crossing work. Blind Buoyant had a uh, androgynous persona, energetic in live shows, wide-ranging singing voice, in particular his far-reaching falsetto and high-pitched screams. Yes, Prince was regarded as one of the greatest and most versatile, most successful musicians in the history of popular music. His innovative music integrated a wide range of variety of styles, including funk, R&B, rock, new wave, soul, psychedelic, and pop. Prince pioneered the late 1970s Minneapolis sound. A funk rock subgenre drawing from synth, pop, and new wave. And uh, on this segment, we're going to have a little dedication to the one and only Prince. You know, I was trying to think of uh, what is my favorite Prince song. I really couldn't think of it because I think 99.97 songs of his are my favorite. But uh, hmm, maybe by the end of this segment, I'll, I'll know. Who said? 
precious commodity Then dropped a big old black oil slip in the deep blue sea Who told me, Mr. Man, that working around the clock Found me a big house in the hood, cigarette ads on every block Who told me, Mr. Man, that I got a right to moan How about this big old hole in the ozone? What's wrong with the world today? Things just got to get better. That was Prince and Mr. Man. That was off his uh, Music Allergy album that was recorded, uh, that came out in 2004. Um, it has a deep message on it if you listen to it. Uh, some of the, the lyrics goes, uh, What's wrong with the world today? Things just got to get better. Show ain't what the leaders say. Maybe we should write a letter. Yeah. Especially this November, write a letter um, for new leadership in the White House in November. Well, that wasn't in the lyrics, but <laughs> that's what I added on. Actually, the album Prince said was uh, he wished Musicology to provide musical education to listeners. something 
Prince and I feel for you. Uh, this reminds me back in the day when I was going to DeVry uh, Institute of Technology in Phoenix. Uh, that's what brought me out here to Phoenix. Whew, man. My first uh, day here, got off the plane. It was July 5th. And I'm going to give you the year, 1977. And at that time, they had Terminal 1. Uh Stepped off the plane into the tarmac. I remember the, uh, the pilot, before we landed, as we were approaching, said the temperature in Phoenix was 104 degrees. Now, this was uh, after midnight. <laughs> 104 degrees. I was like, oh, my God. My father, he, uh, he came out with me and stepped off the plane. And this is when you had a go down the stairs and outside and walk on the tarmac. And as soon as we got, to, I got to the door, that heat hit me. It was like a blast furnace that hit me in my face. And I was wondering what the heck am I doing in this oven? See, now what attracted me was I was watching a Fiesta Bowl game one year, uh, and they used to play the Fiesta Bowl game on Christmas Day. And, uh, you know, I think it was NBC. They would switch to different games, uh, the bowl games that were going on. And I looked out, uh, looked on the, uh, on the TV, and I saw people sitting on this mountain, side of the mountain. At, at that time, you can kind of sit on the side of a mountain and look into the stadium. And they were in shorts and T-shirts. And I was like, oh, man, that's nice. And I look out my window and have snow up to your knees. And, you know, it's cold as heck. And then I remember I said, I think there's a DeVry, because I was already had committed to going to DeVry. I think there's a DeVry in, in Phoenix. Now, I didn't know where uh, Tempe was compared to Phoenix. All I knew about Arizona was that Gila Bend and Yuma were usually the hottest place on the earth. Um, it was like 250 degrees each time in the summertime. So, but, you know, I wasn't thinking that Phoenix was that close. You know, we didn't have no Google back in there. You know, you had to look things up in either on a, on a map, if any of you know, remember what a map was, or you had to uh, bring out the old encyclopedia, you know. And some of you probably don't remember that or don't have no idea what a encyclopedia was. But anyway... 
I did a little research and found out that um, Tempe was a suburb of Phoenix. So I said, oh, shoot, that's a great place. Yeah, I think. And DeVry had a uh, facility in Phoenix. I said, ah, I changed my mind. Still going to Chicago where I knew it was going to be cold in the wintertime. I want to go out to Phoenix. So, like I said, we came out on July 5th. Stepped off the plane. It was 104 degrees. I was like, oh, my goodness. And the bride used to be at 24th Street in Highland at that time. And um, we stayed at an airport. The airport. We stayed at a hotel that was on 24th Street in Camelback. I think it was called the Arizona. And we got there. We took a cab to the hotel. Um was a little hungry, and we uh, asked the uh, desk clerk, was there a restaurant open at this time? And he said, well, there's a 24-hour restaurant open just a few blocks down the road. So a few blocks, we figured we could walk a few blocks. And we started out walking. We passed, I think it was, what's the first mall? It was the Colonnade, yeah. We passed the Colon, no, passed Town and Country. Town and Country Mall on 20th Street and uh, Camelback. And then we got to the Colonnade, which was across the street. The Colonnade Mall uh, was on the opposite side of 20th Street and Camelback. And we still haven't reached the restaurant. And we finally got to the restaurant. I can't remember the name of it, but it was actually where the 51 is now. And by the time we got there, I was sweating, I was hot, I was tired. I couldn't even eat, I was so tired. And most people know that I, I, nothing usually stops me from eating. Uh, maybe it took a little nibble or whatever. All I wanted to do was get in the hotel, get in the shower. I ain't really didn't really care if I got in the shower. I just wanted to fall down on the bed and get in some cool air conditioning. So we started walking back, and uh, I'm surprised I made it back because I felt like I was going to fall out. And I I remember I told my father, I said, uh, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to stay a week out here in uh, this heat. And I was wondering what it was going to be during the daytime since it was 104 degrees at night. And I found out the next day, I think it was like 110, 112, 15, something like that. I was like, oh, Lord, where did I get myself into? Uh, but. Over a period of time, I got uh, acclimated to it, and I love the heat currently because, uh, you know, I, I used to have cars that didn't have air conditioning. Even if I had air conditioning, I usually didn't turn it on most of the time unless my child was in there or I was with a date or something like that. But otherwise, you know, I didn't wear it right with the air conditioning. I love the heat better than the cold, and that is the fact, Jack. Uh, and I say all that uh, because uh, when I was going to DeVry, uh, I had a group of friends. Uh, actually, one of my homies came out here uh, to go to DeVry also. And he had some roommates, so we stayed close to uh, DeVry. And one of the roommates was a gentleman by the name of Richard, called him Richie. And uh, he was from Hollywood, and he looked like Prince. And we was always throwing parties over at their uh, house that they were renting. And uh, if you look at the album that uh, on the cover of Prince uh, that uh, I Feel For You uh, song was on, that's what Rich looked like, just like that. And 
I wonder what, what he's up to. I hope he's doing well. I have to find out. I have to do some research. But anyway, this is the Alvin Galloway Show. I just gave you a little brief bio of myself. Community Radio is supported by a donation from Held Lumber Company, Incorporated, with several decades of history with community involvement in Arizona. We want to thank Held Lumber for their support. More information at healthlumber.com, H-E-L-D-T, lumber.com. This is Althea Long, and you're listening to The Alvin Galloway Show. Stay tuned as you tune in for an intellectual tune-up. The Alvin Galloway Show, Sundays, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. for conversation, music, and culture. And tune in to the Althea Long Show. It's a music mind walk every Sunday at noon to 2 p.m. right here on Radio Phoenix. You know, since we're uh, in the Prince groove, this is another Prince, not the Prince. It's another Prince. Uh, we're going to be jamming into a little bit of the reggae, man. You got to give your thanks. Give thanks for the rising, eyes is for a brand new day again. Give thanks, yes, my brethren, and from wickedness you must refrain. Send a strength for my sister, they say a woman's work is never done. Say a prayer that is listening Plant a seed and the blessings they must come Said we all must come together We all must come together Put our differences aside And let's try to unite And learn to love one another And learn to love one oh God. another Oh don't you know that hatred is blind Come on let's do the right we all can see that war, it makes no sense. It's time we realize we've got to have ourselves. Give thanks for the rising, eyes is for a brand new day again. Give thanks, yes, my brethren, and from wickedness you must refrain. Send a strength for my sister. They say a woman's work is never done. Say a prayer that is listening. Plant a seed and the blessings they must come. No matter what I want, rain or storm, that will keep you warm. Oh, oh. So remember now to Yelja in the morning. When your sight a brand new day dawning When you hear the little birds they are singing Give thanks, life is a blessing Look at all the wonderful things you're manifesting We no have no time for pass up pass and are stressing With all the things we're facing Said we all must come together Put our differences aside and let's try to unite and learn to love one another. Oh, 
Don't you know that hatred is blind? Come on, let's do the right. Can we afford to live our lives this way? To hear the call and still yet not obey. We all can see that war it makes no sense. It's time. Is for a brand new day again. Give thanks, yes, my brethren, and from wickedness you must refrain. Send the strength for my sister. They say a woman's work is never done. Say a prayer that is listening. Plant the seed and the blessings they must come. That was Prince Malachi. Prince Malachi, give thanks. Yes, we want to give thanks. For waking up in the morning, for getting through our day, for being able to eat, to make somebody's day great. All those things are a blessing, and it's great for you to bless others. Give thanks to the Most High for each opportunity that you are able to take a breath. Prince had a longstanding contract disagreement with Warner Brothers. Quote, he wanted a deal that was of the magnitude that some other artists were getting at the time, says Jill Willis, who co-managed Prince from 1991 to 93. Among those artists were label mate Madonna and Epic's Michael Jackson, with whom he was fiercely competitive. The 1992 contract, which included Warner Chapel Music Publishing, covered six albums and allowed him to release up to one new album a year, a $10 million advance per album, and a 25% royalty rate. But Prince still wasn't happy. Quote, he really wanted to release the music in a way that was inconsistent with the contract said one of the officials from Warner Brothers. Quote, he wanted to put out an album whenever the urge struck him, and it could be a three-song album or a 70-song album, end quote. Additionally, not owning his masters was a big issue also. The label could recoup its expenses and still own an artist's masters was completely abhorrent to him says Prince's first manager, Owen Husney. With his frustration mounting, in 1993, Prince changed his name to the unpronounceable glip that first appeared on the, quote, love symbol album, quote, erroneously hoping that his record contract might not be enforceable if he was, tatterly, at least no longer Prince. As it became clear that Prince, who now was referred to as the artist formerly known as Prince, would have to fulfill his contract, he, he took his protest to the court of public opinion. He appeared with the word slave written on his cheek repeatedly, including on the Today Show in 1996 and at the 1995 Brit Awards. His acceptance speech Prince in concert 
perfectly free, on record, slave, end quote. To one of Brother Stafford's, an extreme move cut to the quick, quote, it felt like getting punched in the solar plexus, says one of the former high-ranking Warner Brothers executives, especially all the racial connotations that just wasn't who we were, end quote. His anger at us came out as an obsession with ownership of his own work, says Austin. In 2014, Warner Brothers gave back Prince's masters under the terms of New Deal that also had Prince release two new albums through the label. Prince tried to get other acts to rally around him in the fight for contract reform, but failed. I guess they didn't have the balls that Prince had. Following his release from Warner Brothers in 1996, Prince hopscotched from record company to record company, distributing albums through his NPG label. He had ownership of his masters for the new recordings and could control the distribution timetable, but neither his innovation nor his fights were over. Prince was the first artist to sell directly to fans on the internet. In 1997, he came to the then manager, Jackie Thompson, with the idea of offering his his crystal ball box set through phone and internet pre-orders and moved that entrepreneur, Anil Dash, correctly labeled on Twitter as a precursor to crowdfunding. Quote, he did it on the time frame he wanted, and that's what made him happy, explains Thompson. All right, this is Alvin Galloway, and on the line I have Mr. Michael Cox, who is an educator here in the Valley of the Sun. Um, I think a native. You're a native of Phoenix or Arizona? No, uh-uh. I was born in uh, Utica, New York. That's right. New York. That's right. Yeah, because the previous time yeah. I had you on the show, you were talking yeah. about that. Now they kicked you out of New York and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's a connoisseur of music, and uh, so I wanted to get some words from him on uh, Prince uh, Prince Rogers Nelson. Uh, so, Michael, what is, what is your uh, your impression of Prince and his music ability? Prince is a musical genius. Just mm-hmm. absolutely, just there's nothing in music he couldn't do. I mean, he could do funk, jazz, rock, and just, I mean, he did it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was our our modern, basically, rock god, mm-hmm. black rock god. I know we had, you know, Jimi Hendrix in the 60s, but that was before my time. Mm-hmm. So once I got into Prince, I'm like, wow, that's different, you know? Right, right. I was like, wow. Yeah, like you said, he he could he can play any genre. Um, fans uh, around the world can enjoy his music, um, and I don't think there's any song that I didn't like of his. Do you have any favorites? You know, I love his funky stuff. So picking mm-hmm. a favorite is hard, but like the whole 1999 album mm-hmm. is excellent. The Black album also excellent. Just his funkier album. I just I love just the, the funkness of it and just when he would get real deep and mm-hmm. into the funk. Mm-hmm. Oh, Black Sweat as well, which was more recent, I mm-hmm. would say, is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
What you know when you heard about his death? How did that impact you? Oh, it. You know what? I was working when my friend texted me, and I was like in the middle of they were having a, a math like a math contest, and mm-hmm. I was with one of the judges. Mm-hmm. She texted me. I'm like, no, like stop texting me right now. I'm busy. I want to hear it. You know, and then she kept on texting me. And then I couldn't even concentrate, and I was, like, telling the kids the wrong answer, that they got something mm. wrong when they really got it right. Oh, wow. I mean, my day was shot. Right. Like, I was gone. Mm. I was trying to hold it together, and then my mom texted me, too, all caps, Prince is dead. I'm like, okay, y'all need to stop texting me right now. Mm. <laughs> you know how I feel mm-hmm. about Prince. Right. Do not send me any more texts right now, because I have to work, mm-hmm. you know? I, have to, I knew I was going to have to deal with it at a later time, right. you know? Yeah, and then like then when no one was Prince fan, my my phone just blew up. I had turned it off because I'm like, okay, this is not good right now. Mm-hmm. I cannot concentrate. Right. Yeah. 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 Was, so that was that was a hard day. That was a very hard day. Yeah, I think it was hard for you know a number of people across the world. Uh, yeah. Had to deal with that because, uh, like you said, he was so talented uh, and impacted so many people. Uh, all I'll say ethnicities, uh, age groups uh, could yeah. really get into his music, and, uh, and it was just so unexpected because he didn't look like he was sickly or anything like that. And right. so it was like, okay, what? No, mm-hmm. a prince. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. That's amazing. Uh, I w- when I uh, was going to college, uh, and I mentioned this uh, early on in my show uh, that. Uh, one of my friends uh, looked like Prince, and uh-huh. uh, he was from Hollywood, and Richard was the name. And um, so we uh, we used to uh, kind of call him Prince because uh, right. he, you know, he, when Prince had the, uh, I don't know what kind of hairstyle it was. It was just you know kind of out out there. It wasn't uh, it's like that the album cover when he doesn't have the shirt on. Uh, oh early yeah, on. yeah, and it, it was feathered. Yeah, yeah, that feather hair there. Yeah, right, yeah, that's where his hair was. He, he looked like okay. that. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he <laughs> he drove this uh, beat up Triumph. But uh, yeah, it was. I don't think he did. He didn't sound like Prince, really. Well, uh-huh. I guess he could at at times. Uh, he did, right. um, but he definitely looked like him. And uh, wow. But it was amazing. So now, do you see any other musician, singer that is kind of in that um, mode of Prince coming along, or do you anticipate? You know, there never can be another Prince. Uh, right. But, yeah. There ne- never can be another Prince, but you can see you see bits and pieces of his influence in so many people. Mm-hmm. You know, no one has it all, but you can tell when an artist is influenced by Prince. Right. I mean, like Miguel, great, great artist. You can mm-hmm. tell he's influenced. Mm-hmm. Her, very new artist, but you can tell that she has studied Prince and she's very talented. So those two come to mind. Mm-hmm. And even Beyonce, you know, you can tell that they've taken something from from his, the way he's presented himself and mm-hmm. and used it and gone on. That's what I like when you can see the influence of somebody. Where well, they're not trying to mimic them so much, but you can right. see there's an influence there. Right. And then they kind of build, build around their own persona. Mm-hmm. So th- those two in particular, especially, I, I I definitely see the influence. 
and even that rapper well i forget his whole his his rap name right now mm. but uh uh donald glover oh okay you know mm-hmm. yeah I, I hear it in his his music as, as well right yeah uh you know it's amazing too that uh prince had a i would say unique personality um yes and <laughs> that uh you i don't know if you had a uh tread kind of lightly <laughs> around uh-huh. them but uh maybe that is it but uh some people who you know and and just like people in general there's some people that you can open up to and talk with and then um but then there's some you can't um right. and it and, you know it depends on the mood that the person is in and I saw that kind of I felt you know, not like I knew Prince uh, you know when we hung out at the bowling alley or anything but I kind of right. sensed that <laughs> sensed that in him uh he's a unique person yeah he he had that kind of personality where he he would watch and study you mm-hmm. wouldn't talk to you right. but he'd watch and study you before he ever like approached or let you into his his, his world right and then sometimes he even once you even got in sometimes he just he didn't want to talk right it was about the music and let's go da, da, da. Mm-hmm. and he was just very straightforward with what he wanted mm-hmm. you know a, a lot of times he was a perfectionist so i see that i've even interviewed a couple of people who worked with him and then I interviewed his ex-wife and they mm-hmm. all said that that was just part of his, his genius and his personality where sometimes he was just very moody, sometimes he was very standoffish. Mm-hmm. I think it's just part of that genius, mm-hmm. you know? So you in, you interviewed his ex-wife? Yes, oh, yes I did okay. when I had my um my website. Oh, okay. Right. My tr- True Artist Entertainment website. I interviewed her, and then I interviewed uh, his background singer, Rosie Gaines, as oh, well. okay. All right. So yes. w- was this be- before he passed or after? Or? Oh, before. Both of them were, were before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they both had great things to say, but they also both kind of talked about that 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 quirkiness, that mm-hmm. off. And I've heard it from everyone, even like Morris Day right. talking about it, right. you know? Yeah. Whereas, I mean, even in his book, he's like, he's... He, before he more said they had an open door policy, he would come in, they would party, everything else. Then after a while, he stopped inviting them. It's like <laughs> there was no no fight, no nothing. It's just he just, he just he moved on, like back off. Yeah, he moved on. <laughs> like and that's the thing about friends. Sometimes he got bored. He got bored. Sometimes right. he got bored with women. Sometimes he got bored with friendships. Sometimes right. he got bored with music. Just like he stopped the Purple Rain tour. Right. Really, really early. That could have mm. gone on for two, three years. Mm. But he stopped and went back into the studio. Yeah. yeah. You know, because he was like, oh, I'm done with these songs. Mm-hmm. It's time for the next thing. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's part of that genius thing because you, you, your mind is just regenerating or, or generating new things and want new things and new experiences and new expectations and stuff. Exactly, and she said that he was always thinking about music, and it was always running in his head. Mm. And because I remember when somebody in an interview asked him if he watched like the American Idol shows, and he said that he tried with one of his singers, and he he couldn't because he was rearranging the music in his head. Mm. He was like, "That doesn't sound right." That mm-hmm. he's all. He's like, I can't because mm-hmm. I'm hearing the music and I, I that's not how I would arrange it. So I, he's like, I can't watch those shows. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that happens to me too. I can't watch those shows because I'm, uh, especially after I have some alcohol and I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a different, <laughs> a different level. <laughs> yes, very much so. Uh, do you see uh, Prince's legacy uh, going on for years and years? You know, kind of like, uh, say, like the Beatles and uh, Elvis Presley and those oh, folks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, without a doubt. I mean, Prince is just, he, he's an icon. He's mm-hmm. up there He's up there with, with you know, those, those, those icons of, of mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. And now with it, you know, even before he was like a living legend. Right. He now is a, you know, a legend that, that's passed on. But, I mean, he was revered just, worldwide when he was alive and going through i just and i just kind of think back to when he was you know inducted into the hall of fame mm-hmm. and we're, how we're talking about that that little weirdness where he was playing and then he had to like outplay all the all the other people that were on the stage <laughs> and then he threw it on the guitar and left right, you know right. i mean that i could watch that over and over again right that was Prince. yeah i don't yeah. know what what he had to prove but i don't know if they they didn't talk to him early on in his career and didn't give him the respect or that was something there yeah. that story right. <laughs> that was a, that was a grudge <laughs> enough <laughs> Yeah, now what? <laughs> right, right. Now, now uh, what about the uh, when he did the? Uh, I don't, was that his tour or his concert or uh, uh, Kravitz when they did American Woman? Um, that was that was Prince's tour. Okay, yes. and uh, yeah, that was that was Prince's tour, and it was I think that was in Vegas, I believe. Okay, the Aladdin is what I want to say. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he had uh, Kravis come up and perform uh, the song, and you could like you can see in the video uh, when it, you know, uh, it, God, it might, it, his first name I want is, is it Lenny? No. Um, yeah, Lenny Kravis. Yeah, Lenny Kravis. Yeah, um, was doing his segment, you know, doing his song, doing the song and everything, and like uh, Prince wanted to jump in he wanted to you know he right. just wanted to fly you know yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it's not much you could hold back you know he couldn't hold no. back because uh his uh, his greatness and everything yeah he he was a he was a natural born performer and that's he, that's what he loved to do. i mean that's why he would you know they said he didn't sleep that much he would mm-hmm. do a show mm-hmm. and then go to some place and do another a three-hour after show mm-hmm. you know right. then go to the studio and record all night and have a, have two to three new songs. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he, he just he was always working. Yeah, always that mind just never shut off that creativity. So mm-hmm. it was a blessing and a curse at the same time. True, very true. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking this time to uh, give us a few words and impressions that you have of Prince uh, here on the of Alvin course. Galloway Show and. Uh, and I I learned something new. I didn't, I didn't know about your website and uh, yes. your uh, interview of uh, some stars. Uh, I, I'm, I'm yes. surprised I didn't get a call, but hey, that's that's okay. <laughs> well, that's, that, you had to be famous, uh, not infamous. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was on part of that, but he had to throw yes, the N on yes. the other part. Uh, okay, all exactly. right, all right. Well, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, you take care. Now. Good talking to you. All right, you too. All right, bye. This is the Alvin Galloway Show on Radio Phoenix.org.
programming is supported by Shiner Gold Pomade, regular, special, and clay hair hose for men and women, shave soap and merchandise, retail locations in the U.S. or online store, shipping to anywhere in the world at ShinerGold.com. Shiner Gold on Facebook, S-H-I-N-E-R-G-O-L-D-D-O-T-C-O-M. Shiner Gold on Facebook. This is Calvin Worthen, host of Blue Friday and Soul Star Live, telling you to stay tuned as you tune in for an intellectual tune-up. The Alvin Galloway Show for conversation, information, music, and culture every Sunday, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. on RadioPhoenix.org. you places in part of the rumor or two about the parade of lovely faces that follow me surely they do well say you to that with lips so inviting it's all i can do not to stare well say you to them past present and future that you don't care uh, if so you'll be the first and i'll give you the keys to the whip of your dreams all right all over the world they call me prince but you can call me mr goodnight With a bunch of chatter and a rap that really don't matter But now that you know who I am You need to make plans and all your other pennies should scatter A limousine about to pick you up And then take you to a private jet And there you're gonna meet a little Spanish man Who will offer you wine or moet In an hour or two you'll be taken to a suite That will rival your wildest dreams And on the bed three dresses to choose one Pick one, then you get a call from me Tell me which dress you chose so I can put on, put on my matching suit. All the real dimes, hold your hands up. You know how Mr. Goodnight do. Call Mr. Goodnight. Call you make you feel alright. Alright. Make you throw your head back and holler. Oh, come on. So nice, so nice. Make it one. I tell you, girlfriend. Don't do it. You try with all your mind. Daddy 121. Just can't keep a secret about goodnight. Good night. Ooh, 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 I love you, baby. Ooh, 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 I don't want nobody else. Call Mr. Goodnight. You can call him 
Mike Philly and the band got jams at midnight before the main attraction, see? Slow it down somewhere here on earth just to check how your reaction be. Mm. And if your heartbeat goes up a notch or two, there ain't no telling what I might do. But I got a mind full of good intentions and a mouth full of raisinets. We can watch chocolate on the big screen before we convene in the pool. The waterfall wash your cares away. Already I love you, I do. Call Mr. Goodnight. You'll make you feel alright Mr. Mister, Make it throw your head back and holler You're so nice, so nice, so nice. Then I tell your girlfriend You can try with all your might Just can't keep a secret About good night, good night The energy in this field's been known to flicker lights, I mm. A symphony with no rest, acapella moans And a bridge of sighs, ooh, good night Undeterred, nevertheless, a masterpiece on butterscotch thighs. Turn off the lights, turn off the lights. It's time for Mr. Goodnight. Woo! <laughs> what a track there. Oh, Mr. Mr. That's Mr. Goodnight from Prince. Oh, man, Prince is gone too soon. But he'll always be with us with the beautiful music uh, that he has left with us i mean sounds you know this is sunday afternoon but uh ooh, that, that mr goodnight get you in the mood get you in the mood for you know well we won't continue this conversation we'll just move on <laughs> play it at midnight <laughs> actually you don't even have to wait to midnight wait till the sun go down okay this song probably is one of my favorites this song coming up and also 1999 and of course purple ring probably one of my three top faves but like i said 99.9.7 uh, percent of prince songs are my favorite Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun. Day or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Dr. Everything will be alright. Break us down. Oh no, let's go. 
Mercy, yeah, that's that's one of those songs. Let's go crazy. That's one of those songs that you have to put on uh, the number fifteen on a high ten volume on your stereo uh, and just go crazy. Yes, I was just going crazy here in the studio. Uh, had the headphones all the way up. Uh, I don't know if I can hear anymore, but it's worth it, sort of. This is the Alvin Galloway Show. I'm going to do another song that I usually blast. Um, I ain't going to tell you what it is, but it'll be coming up soon. This is the Alvin Galloway Show. And remember to catch us every Sunday from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. on RadioPhoenix.org. Check out our Facebook page, The Alvin Galloway Show, and our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker Radio Public. Don't forget, tune in, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and CastBox, The Alvin Galloway Show, and other forms where you listen to your favorite podcast show.
Tracy died soon after a long fought civil war. Just after I wiped away his last year, I guess he's better off than he was before. Than the fools he left here. I used to cry for Tracy 'cause he was my only friend. Those kind of cars don't pass you every day. Tracy, 'cause I want to see him again. But sometimes, sometimes life ain't always the way. Sometimes it snows in April. Sometimes I feel. So bad, sometimes I wish that life was never ending. And all good things they say never last. Springtime was always my favorite time of year. Time for lovers holding hands in the rain. Now springtime only reminds me of Tracy's tears. Always cry for love, never cry for pain. He used to say so strong. To die unafraid of the death that left me hypnotized. No staring at his picture, I realized. No one could cry the way my Tracy cried. Sometimes it snows in April. Sometimes I feel so bad. Sometimes, sometimes I wish that life was never ending. But all good things they say. Nevertheless, I often dream of heaven, and I know that Tracy's there. I know that he has found another friend.
Maybe he's found the answer to all the April snow. Maybe one day I'll see my Tracy again. Sometimes it snows in Sometimes I feel so bad, so bad. That was Prince. Sometimes it snows in April. You know, you couldn't put Prince in one category. You couldn't say he was just R&B. You couldn't say he was just soul. You couldn't say he was just uh, uh, rock. Uh, you know, he would do it all. He would mix it up. And he would do it well. Excellent. Yes, that's Prince. Jamming on this Sunday afternoon on the Alvin Galloway Show. All right, you wondered about it. What is the song? Here it comes. Volume 15, maybe volume 20. On a 10-volume scare. Blowing the speakers out. Knocking the walls down. Here comes my song. Actually, if you get this album, the whole album is like on a volume 15, 20 range on the 10 volume scale.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, there it was. There it was. The one and only Stanley Clark. Stanley Clark doing school days. Yes. Um, the neighbors would be upset when I play uh, Stanley Clark kicking it at volume 15 and 20 on a 10-volume scale on the stereo. The earth is shaking when he's thumping that bass. School days. Uh, yeah, like I said, on this album, School Days, just about every song you want to have on high volume. Man, I can jump on the table, do my air guitar, jump off, do a splits, somersault, all and any of those things. And primarily none of those things without killing myself. This is the Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org. And as always, remember that today is a great day to make somebody's day great. Stay safe, stay in, stay protected, stay healthy.